Today is Monday, August 22nd. The title of our devotional is The Spirit in the Old Testament. This week is our conference week, and today is the beginning of our conference week. The devotional is usually based on the sermon, and since I didn't preach last Sunday, the devotional will look a little different the next few weeks. This week, we're going to do a brief survey on the work of the Holy Spirit in Scripture. Next week, we'll go through the gifts of the Spirit, which will be a follow-up to the Holy Spirit 101 course from this week, which that course will be Tuesday and Thursday night. So if you haven't signed up yet, I'd encourage you to join us for those. So now that you know where we're headed, let's get to it. Remember, the Spirit of God refers to God's energy and presence. In Genesis 1-2, we read, uh, Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So the Spirit of God is present in creation. In John's Gospel, we learn that Jesus is the agent of creation. So in creation, we have all three persons of the Trinity at work. And through the progressive revelation of Scripture, we come to find in the New Testament of the Holy Spirit being referred to in personal terms. So we know that the Holy Spirit is uh, not just a force uh, or not just energy or presence. The Holy Spirit is person, the third person of the Trinity. That said, references to the Holy Spirit are fewer throughout the Old Testament than they are in the New. Uh, Yet, they're certainly there. Joseph interprets dreams by the Holy Spirit in Genesis 41-38. Some of the judges were said to be filled with the Spirit of God to carry out his work. See that in Judges 6.34 and 11.29 and others. The Spirit of the Lord was with Saul as king, but later departed from him in 1 Samuel 16.14. David desperately feared uh, the Spirit of God would depart from him in his prayer of repentance in Psalm 51. The Spirit of God filled Bezalel to do construction work on the temple in Exodus 31. The Spirit of God also empowered and uh, the prophets to declare the word of the Lord to the people of Israel. We've seen an example of that in Isaiah 61.1. Notably, the prophets, they foretell of a time in which the reach of God's Spirit will greatly expand. Joel prophesies of a future time in which God will pour out his Spirit on all people. Joel 2.28 and 29 say that. Ezekiel tells of a time when God will, quote, put his Spirit within his people and cause them to walk in his ways. See that in Ezekiel 36. This is, of course, fulfilled at the time of Pentecost when the Spirit falls on all believers and continues to dwell within those who are in Christ. Isaiah, he even prophesies of the coming Messiah who will be filled with the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 11, 1-2 reads, A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. This, of course, is fulfilled in Jesus, which we will pick up there tomorrow. Reflection time today. Remember, in the Old Testament, we see the Spirit of God at work much more selectively than in the New Testament. Scripture describes kings, prophets, judges, mostly, as having the Spirit of God. It's with this background understanding that the original apostles and believers experienced the filling of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Imagine being among those original believers. Only your childhood heroes like David, Joseph, and Isaiah had the Holy Spirit at work in their lives. Then you experience that power of the Holy Spirit within you as well. Just imagine the wonder, the joy, the elation, 
and realizing that you have now the power of God at work in you as well. In our current era of Christianity, after 2,000 years of experiencing the Holy Spirit within the church and believers' lives, we, we tend to take it for granted that we have the Holy Spirit of God dwelling within us as believers. So do, do your best to just imagine what it would, must have been like to be those first apostles, only hearing about it in stories through scripture, uh, their history, their, their heroes having the Holy Spirit. And now they have it. That must have just been an amazing experience, one that we should carry with us even today. <laughs>